So I want to begin something, begin this morning with something that the famous Amos cookie founder said, Wally Amos. And he is such a character, but I find great wisdom in his words every time I hear him speak. And here's something he said. He said, you may not be responsible for getting knocked down, but you're certainly responsible for getting back up. We believe during this particular time of the collective human experience, many would be well served and empowered beyond measure if they were to take Wally's wisdom to heart and create an affirmation, a mantra, a chant, a psalm that might sound kind of similar to this one. Listen up. I embrace falling down, failure, and difficulty as the avenue for me to expand, express, create, and live as new and exciting manifestations of my innate divinity. Or, how about this? I am the inlet, the outlet, the alpha and the omega for the limitless possibilities of spirit. Therefore, what a few call failure, I claim and know as my opportunity to be the emerging, renewing energy of God living as and through me. Kind of dismantles that feeling of failure or being overwhelmed, doesn't it? So, source, God, way, God, Yahweh, Spirit, Big Sweetie, fault is power, whatever you choose, just remember that in the recognition of that source, you are simultaneously recognizing the perfect expression of the boundless creative energy evolving and expanding in a state of consistent newness and renewal as you. In life, there will be times when we stumble, when we fall, when we fail, when we just don't plain get it right. And at the end of the day, all that means is this. Tomorrow's a new day. It's a new day for you, and it's a new day for me. And when we look at that new day that's coming from the mindset of being that emerging energy of source coming forward in the now, we understand that we are the avenue for that new way to express and live as the expressions of source that we are in the now. Many of us know the Thomas Edison story in his quest to invent the light bulb. And in the midst of his research, someone asked him if he had failed. And he said, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Now that's some tenacious audacity right there. Right now the Facebook feed should be filling up with see that or amen. So look, source is always expressing perfectly and successfully in, as, and through you at any point in time. It knows no other way to express through you. And it is in this moment of the collective consciousness of humanity, we are certain that there are some, maybe a few, who might be in the thoughts, the frequencies, and the vibrations of worry, concerned about, to, about what tomorrow might bring, and feeling as if they have failed in somewhat, some unknown way. And if we could 
be within earshot of those few, we would tell them all the exact same thing. Here's what we would say. Sweetheart, you haven't failed. As an expression of the perfection of sorts, right now, you are perfect, whole, and complete. And in creating and living as this energetic being that you are, you haven't failed. You have simply found a couple of dozen, maybe a few hundred, or thousands of ways that didn't serve to reflect as your mental image of your divinity. So now is the time to begin focusing on creating a new way. And we would also say to them, you know what else? It doesn't matter how many times whatever it is out there in the external world failed, didn't work out, or might have caused you to take a tumble. All that matters is you maintain a willingness. Just a willingness. Small inkling. Tops the size of a mustard seed to rise up, start over, and try again and again if necessary. This energy of willingness to rise up, centered in the oneness of source in this moment, and begin again, regardless of previous outcomes, is rooted in the consciousness that knows like it knows like it knows. I embrace falling down, failure, and difficulty as the avenue for me to express, create, and live as new and exciting manifestations of my divinity because I am the Alpha and the Omega for the limitless potential of source. So what others call failure, I know and claim as the emerging energetic essence source that I am. So to paraphrase Leroy Wallace, it doesn't matter that it didn't work out. It doesn't matter that we're all in this physical world of restriction right now. What matters is that we each maintain a willingness, a willingness to transform the journey by transforming our consciousness through the alignment of our oneness with spirit. And once anyone centers themselves in this solid awareness of being this emerging, renewing energy, all that God is, the concept, thought, energy, or vibration of failure will never enter their journey as they have taken the responsibility to rise up to the transformative power of their consciousness. Then, that they recognize and know themselves as the perfection and wholeness of God, experiencing and expanding this great and loving essence as my spirit. Center yourself in that truth, in that awareness. And should you stumble or should you fall down a few times in this journey, as we're all going to do, Understand this, you will be falling down with purpose, which is the title of our lesson this morning, Falling Down with Purpose. So you know I got a little parable for you, and here it is. My parable this morning is about Pastor Bob, and Pastor Bob had been advised by his doctor that he needed to lose about 30 pounds, and if he wasn't 
going to lose the 30 pounds, he was exposing his health to serious health consequences. So Pastor Bob took it upon himself to take his diet seriously. He even changed the route to his church to avoid driving by his favorite bakery. However, one morning, he was on his way, he, he arrived at the church's board meeting carrying this gigantic devil food cake. And the board, as church boards tend to do, kind of chuckled and chided at Pastor Bob for a moment. But Pastor Bob's smile remained childlike as he explained, this, my friends, is a very special cake. I accidentally drove by the bakeries this morning, and there in the window was a whole host of delicious-looking goodies. And I felt this was no accident, that it was the divine speaking to me, but it was okay. So I affirmed the following. I know as source expressing that the law of attraction is always operating in full force. And based on that truth, I also know a parking space will appear, is appearing in front of the bar, in front of the bakery right now and is readily available to me to have a delicious cake that will not impact my diet whatsoever. Then he continued. Pastor Bob said, and sure enough, the 20th time around the block, there, there it was. There was that parking space. So here's the moral for our parable. It matters not if we get knocked down or do not achieve our first few attempts. What matters is our willingness to rise up and keep trying and keep rising until our physical journey reflects as the mental image of our desire Tony Robbins said, no matter how many mistakes you make or how slow you progress, you are still way ahead of everyone who isn't trying. We would add, it is in your energy of willingness, the vibration of your audacious tenacity to rise up each time you stumble, that you are still way ahead of everyone else who chooses to lay down and not get up. So I'm going to ask you guys to recall something. I know many, most of you will know the story. The story in the Holy Scriptures about the master teacher Jesus, who after being baptized by John the Baptist, went into the Judean desert. And there in the desert, he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And as the story goes, the master teacher was tempted by three demons or by the devil three times, depending on which version of the Bible you prefer. I don't want to go there. So here's the deal. The story sets the example of the great teacher that in the midst of temptation, he was willing to stand clear in his oneness with source, clear in his alignment with heaven, to see beyond his current circumstances and accept a new purpose for his journey. It was then, after the 40 days and 40 nights, he returned to Galilee to begin his new ministry. We ask you to recall this story.
truth consider this. Collectively, the whole of humanity, we're going through our own 40 days and 40 nights experience together, are we not? The desert of the coronavirus is requiring us to fast from interactions with others, fast from our jobs, fast from our, our innate human need for physical interaction and touch, and fast from so much other things that can't be named in the duration of this lesson. And it feels as if almost every day people are being tempted to act on or to believe in misinformation, the blaming of others, and the very false fear that this COVID-19 mess will never come to an end. Perhaps those aren't demons or the devil, yet they are very real negative thoughts and vibrations that are not in alignment with our willingness to remain centered in our oneness with Source. As we compare the COVID-19 experience to the 40 days and nights in the Judean desert experienced by the Master Teacher, I think it's important that I bring something else to your awareness, and that's an understanding of what the words and phrases meant at the time this scripture was written, the times this story was written. You see, in ancient times, at the time the Bible was written, 40, the word 40, did not represent the number 40. The word 40 at the time, well over 2,000 years ago, in the Jewish language, simply translated to a really long time. A really long time. Now, if this is over, we're going to look back and say, wow, we fasted from society, from interaction for a really long time. One more thing about the number 40. This is important. 40 is the product of 5 and 8. 5 and 8. And in the scriptures of many traditional theologies, actually almost all of the traditional theologies, 40, the number 40 also signifies, excuse me, the, the product of 5 and 8 also signifies grace. 5 signifies grace. 8 signifies ending in a revival or a new beginning. Ending in a revival or a new beginning. Thus, when 40 is referencing a period of probation, of fasting, of being separated from the physical for the opportunity to commune with the spiritual, 40 often coincides with the meaning derived from the factors 5 and 8. And if we were to research the num just the number 40 a little, little further, we would find that 40 also serves as a reminder in every spiritual tradition that you are safe, well-protected, and unconditionally loved. And here's the last meaning contained within the story from the teacher Jesus to return to Galilee and begin his art and practice of healing and love. He had to enter into the desert, into his fasting experience, away from ev anyone 
and anything he knew. He had to willingly do that, and he had to be willing to remain centered in his faith and belief of his oneness with source, no matter what. And that's where we are. We have to be willing at this time in our journey to understand that what we're being called to do has nothing to do with the physical restrictions that have been placed upon us. What we're being called to do is go deeper, go within, and to recognize that every day that we spend focusing on evolving, that e emerging and renewing energy of source that we are, takes us one step closer to coming out on the other side. Coming out on the other side, this is over, and it ain't going to be over, fully empowered, fully ready to serve and be the omnipotent expressions of source that we are. I'm going to share something Dr. Holmes said. He wrote in the textbook, we have within us a power that is greater than anything we shall ever contact in the outer, a power that can overcome every obstacle in our life and set us safe, satisfied, and at peace, healed, and prosperous in a new life and a new life, a new life and a new life. Every day, we are given that opportunity to present and bring forward something new. The question is, are we willing to go through the process that we need to go through in order to bring forward that newness? It may mean fasting, pulling away from those things that are familiar. It may mean trying and trying and trying until the external world looks like the image of our mental world. So look, I'm going to use me as the example here. Because it's, it, it's, it's my ability to grasp the live streaming technology will go down in history. My ability to grasp it is non-existent. It's that simple. And every day, every day, one way or the other, I fulfill the intention to get Science of Mind 365 onto our screens. Every Sunday, Thank God for, for Stu Manning, who has come into our experience. I'm able to get the live stream onto Facebook and, and, and our service page, one way or the other. And I know that right now today, today's service is not where it may normally should be. But that's okay. It's being live streamed. It's fulfilling its intention. And just because it's not fulfilled or where it's supposed to be doesn't mean we're going to give up. It means that we're going to come forward in a new energy next week and try again. And we'll keep trying until we get it right. And I know we're going to get it right. You know how I know we're going to get it right? Because now I'm paying Q to do it for us. I'm done with it. Les, Les Brown said, when life knocks you down, try to land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Let your reason get you back up. He's saying, but through reason, let your thoughts get you back up. Look, we're all going to fall. We're all going to stumble. We're all going to have that experience where, where we're going, well, this didn't work out right. And that's our version. That's our analogy of being knocked down. But when we fall down with purpose, we know our first purpose is to make sure if we've fallen on our face, we at least roll over and begin looking up. 
And in that activity of looking up, allow that to serve as the awareness that looking up is about going within. Going within, reconnecting with the source that you are, and say, okay, universe, let's go at this again. Tomorrow's a new day. Esther Hicks said you have the ability to control the power of your thoughts. You have the ability to control the power of your mind. You have the ability to take a vibration, make a vibration dominant that matches your desire. You do. And that's all it takes. And that's all any successful person has ever done. It's all anyone who has ever achieved anything that they wanted wanted has ever done. They just wanted it and talked themselves into believing it. You're in your 40 days and 40 nights. We're all in our 40 days and 40 nights. You know, we could have used, this is so great, we could have used the Noah story and the ark. Because with Genesis, how long did it rain? 40 days and 40 nights. A period of probation. Right? But they knew 40 was a very long time. 40 being that product of eight and five enabled you to stay centered in the divine flow and the manifestation of eight of renewal from failure. So if I'd use that story, I'd be going, we're all in the same boat now, aren't we? Just saying. There's a lot we can do with scripture stories at this point, but I'm going to stick with the desert because look at, Let's understand something. We are all going through the, through the desert right now. We have a choice. We can say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that doesn't mean I have to buy a condominium here. I can choose to keep on walking. And I invite you to keep on walking, to not stop and admire the temptations of the desert. It has nothing to do with you. What, ha- what you have to do with is that tenacious audacity to believe and to know like you know like you know that this moment in time is about you evolving all the new and vibrant energy of source that you choose to evolve and to live in that vibration so much so that when the external world says okay everybody can come back together the world that comes back together for you is a direct reflection a manifestation of your highest and grandest vision for your experience. Louis Pasteur, the scientist, said, let me tell you the secret that has led to my goal. My strength lies solely in my tenacity. My strength lies solely in my tenacity. So look, You're going to find strength in your tenacity. There are going to be foes that tell you to give it up. And guess what? If they tell you to give it up, they have to be doing it via Facebook or email or live stream or what do you call FaceTime. You know what you can do? You can just block them out of your experience. Hit that block button because that's not serving you. Your tenacity to be source in vibrant form and function is going to be well served at this point in time. 
honor it, love it, and move forward creating your journey. There's a great story about a farmer. He's out in the field one day, and he finds this baby eagle in the eaglet. And the baby eagle is wounded. So the farmer takes the eaglet home, tends to his wound, and then placed the baby eagle in the barnyard to recover. And as strangely enough, this baby eagle, while he was recovering, began to adopt the habits of the chicken. And so as time passed, he learned to walk like the chickens. He learned to cluck like the chickens. He learned to drink from the trough and peck the dirt for food, just like the chickens. And it remained so, the eagle remained so in the barnyard with the chicken, chickens for many years. He believed he was a chicken living on the grass, destined to peck at dirt for food. And the farmer saw what was going on one day, and he realized that this eagle could have a much greater life if he simply realized that he was capable of more. That if he shifted, transformed his belief that was deeply rooted that he was a chicken. So the farmer one day picks the eagle up, climbs on top of a fence post, and tossed the eagle into the air. And the eagle fell to the ground and then scurried off like a chicken to find his chicken friends. So the farmer was undaunted by this. He went and he got the eagle again. He climbs on top of the barn. And he heaves the eagle off the roof. And th this time, the eagle made a few squawks, a few flaps, and then fell down into a bell of hay. <sighs> so the farmer just couldn't let it go at the thought the eagle was not living his true intention his sole purpose. So the next day, he carried the eagle to the top of the mountain where the sky just unfolded to the limitless horizon. And he looked the eagle in the eye and said, don't you understand? You weren't meant to live like a chicken. You were meant to rise up as high as the wind carries you. Then, the farmer heaved the bird into the sky. This time, this time, the eagle opened his wings, saw the sun, caught the updraft, and rose into the clouds. My beloved, your purpose is not to live in fear, restriction, or limitation pecking at the dirt for some little dig that someone else has left behind. Your purpose is to live this journey as the dynamic expression of the source that you have come to this journey to be. True, we may all be going through an, ex an external physical need for healing and nurturing at this moment. We're all going through our own personal 40 days and 40 nights. However, that doesn't negate the fact that you are meant to soar. If this is over, if COVID-19, all that 
think this is over. Where your consciousness, your heart, the whole of your being needs a savior. To be the inlet and the outlet, the the alpha and the omega for the expanding essence of the good and the good. Will you be prepared to soar as the spiritual being you are here to be? The answer to those questions are determined by your willingness to allow this downtime, this moment, to be the opportunity to resist the temptation, to raise your vibration into reflection in the power and the essence and the vibration of God that you are, to expand your knowing of all that you believe to be true. Take a breath. Take a breath. Because I want to do a little exercise with you. I got time. I I got time. I can't do that. So I'm going to ask you two questions, or one question, but it can have two answers. And the question, I'm going to only give you 10 seconds to speak it out loud, to answer it 10 seconds out loud, okay? And so I'm going to time it while I don't have a watch, so I'll count Mississippis in my head. But here's the question. How will your journey appear at the end of this 40 days and nights? Is it going to appear as the renewed essence of presence, of vibrant, omnipotent energy that you are, ready to manifest everything with effortless ease within your journey? Or is it going to appear as a new condo set up in the desert? Answer that question right now out loud within 10 seconds. Go. We're done. Here's the importance of this exercise, right? We're not all the way through the desert yet, are we? Of course not. We've got a little ways to go. And if you had the answer to that question, guess what? Regardless of what the answer was, you can still expand it even more. You can still bring it up to a new level of being. You can still bring that answer up to a new level of expression so that when you get to the other side of the desert, all that's waiting for you, all that's going to be is that manifestation of course that you are. Just remember to fall down with purpose. Don't look at what's going on within your experience right now at this moment as a cause for worry or concern. Nelson Mandela said, I never lose. I either I either win or learn. Isn't that great? I either win or learn. And that's where we are. If we're not getting it right, if we're stumbling, that simply means we're faced and centered in an opportunity to learn new ways of expressing, new ways of coming forward in our divinity. I want to share something that I got that I read from Marilyn Monroe you know, the greatest metaphysician of all time. No, Gwen's not going to sing Happy Birthday, Mr. President, following church. But that, that, that is a good hand-washing song, just so you know. 
All right, so Marilyn Monroe said this. Sometimes good things fall apart, so better things could fall together. Isn't that awesome? I think it's awesome. So, yes, it looks as if our external journey may be falling apart right now, but there's a purpose for that, and the purpose of that is so that better things can fall together. Your strength in this moment lies solely within the audacious tenacity of your willingness to get back up, to look up, to refuse to buy a condo in deep Simpson, and to keep on walking until you're out of the desert. And enjoy and it so that you can enjoy the boundless grace, beauty, and love of all of the universe that is creating that moment in as and through all that you are. And so ends our lesson for today.